Your next promotion is just the beginning, and this podcast shows you how to get there. Welcome to episode number 169. Today's episode is all about interviewing. I know so many of you are interviewing, whether it's because you got laid off or you're just looking for new opportunities outside of your organization. And I really wanted to take a moment to first acknowledge that, also to give you some really strong and powerful tips so that you can begin to create the role that you really want for yourself in this next job, and also to give you some ways that I can help you and support you even further as we all continue to advance and change the leadership table. Let's get started. Welcome to Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and I teach you how to get promoted, get paid, and bring your whole self to the leadership table. I am on a mission to change organizations from the C-suite out because women are the new face of leadership, and we are doing it on our terms. Corporate Badasses. Welcome to another episode of Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and super excited to be here with you again this week. So interviews are happening galore inside of my coaching programs and my email inbox. So many questions coming to me from women who are looking to find a new opportunity, women who have recently been laid off and are forced to find a new opportunity, and women who are just wanting to get ahead of the curve and make sure that they have all of their options on the table. So part of getting a promotion is interviewing, right? Asking for what you want, being willing to share why you're qualified to get what you want, and having conversations about that right? And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the ways that I teach the women inside of the leadership table and executive ahead of time about how they can begin to elevate their leadership skills to get the better opportunities, to really land the jobs of your dreams, to create the best possible opportunities for yourself. And right now, the leadership table is open for enrollment. And so that's another reason why this information is particularly timely, because I want to give you and lay out all of the different ways that I can help and support you to reach all of your career goals, including landing the opportunity of your dreams. Because it's only open for enrollment twice a year, now is the time to get on a strategy call with me and see if the leadership table is a great fit for you. So inside of the leadership table, which is a six-month advanced coaching program, and I take women on essentially what it is, a a three-year journey from where they are to this level of grounded confidence, and then eventually to becoming a thought leader, a mentor, a guide, a, a role model for other women in leadership as well. So that is the place where we are knee-deep in changing the leadership table. It's an incredible, incredible group of women. It's an amazing program. It's entirely transformational. At the end of the six months, you are going to look at yourself and not believe how far you've come. So I just want to put all that out there because it's true and it happens over and over and over again. And if this is at all something that you want to look into, now is your chance. So we are enrolling through the end of March 
Hop on a strategy call at stacymayer.com slash apply. Now I'm going to tell you how this program works for you if you're actively interviewing. So a lot of the women in the program at some point in working with us, they have interviewed for a new job opportunity, and I've led them through this process. If you're not interviewing right now, the Leadership Table is an incredible program for you. And if you are interviewing right now, the Leadership Table is an equally incredible program for you. But here is what it looks like specifically if you're interviewing. So there are a lot of resume writing companies out there, interview, mock interview companies. If you're having difficulty even getting in the door, getting to the first round of interviews, I definitely welcome and encourage you to go out and find those suppliers. And I have a lot of great recommendations. You can also email me and I can put you in touch with some of my colleagues. But that is the more practical, hands-on, how to get your foot in the door, even get the interview types interviews. There's also the technical interviews. So a lot of you might be interviewing for subject matter expert roles. Also, again, there's a lot of books, a lot of resources, a lot of other resources out there for you to nail a technical interview at Google, say, right? Like, not my cup of tea, right? That is not what I'm looking at coaching you on. What I am coaching you on is how do you show up as the executive leader in interviews? And over and over again, there are specific skills that I see that when the women start to master it and really understand it, then that's why and when they land the role of their dreams. So here's a basic example of that is that when you are interviewing Technically, let's say you're even interviewing for a director level role or a vice president level role, but you're interviewing in a very technical way. And what do I mean by technical? It's not just filling out, you know, doing a technical quiz for that type of, you know, subject matter expert interview. It is getting asked a question and then answering that question. Right. I'll say that again. This is what I mean by technical interviewing, getting asked a question and answering that question. So let's say you get asked a question like, tell me about a time in the past when you solved XYZ problem. Right. And what you do is you technically answer that question. You say, well, one time in the past, I solved XYZ problem by doing this, this, this and this and this. Now, you have technically answered that interview question. If you answer interview questions in a technical way, basically they ask you a question, you respond, you're creating a role for yourself, even if you get the role, which it actually makes it harder for you to get the role, especially at the VP level and above, you're like almost not going to get it unless you have some other amazing qualification. You're not going to get the interview by just answering their questions. And then the other thing that it does for you is you create a technical role for yourself with no leadership mobility, right? With no actual influence. So what you're doing is your interview style is creating the role of your dreams, right? And unfortunately, a lot of our dreams is do what we're being told, right? It's not it's not what we think our dreams are, but it's what we're actually doing. We're living in our worst nightmare, right? We're actually doing the opposite of what we really should be doing was just interviewing at the level of influence that we want to have in our next role. So when I say creating the job of your dreams, I'm not making that up. I am actually telling you how to create that job of your dreams. And the way that we do that is we show up in the interview process by having that level of influence already. And this is why coaching is so, so important to this next level of interviewing. 
One, because every single question that we're being asked and putting together and figuring out what our unique skill set is, is unique to us, right? There's not a standard blueprint to be able to understand, okay, how to answer every single interview question flawlessly. So what I do is I give you certain tools, and I'm going to give you three very advanced tips today to start interviewing at whatever level you're interviewing at for that next level. I'm going to give you some really strong skills that you can implement universally. But then in the one-on-one coaching, I'm actually telling you specifically for that interview with that particular CMO what he needs to hear from you in order to not only give you the job, but you are showing up as the person in the role that you want to be in eventually. And so even if it's a lower level role and you're not technically going to be leading a large team, you're still showing up in the interview in this way is going to set you up for getting promoted six months down the line. A lot of the women who receive job offers get promoted very, very quickly unless they're already receiving the job offer for the ideal role that they wanted all along, right? So either or, it's going to happen for you. But you have to interview in this way. You have to interview in this more influential way from the beginning. So that's the biggest trap that I see a lot of women falling into is that they're answering the questions very directly. And one of the first tips that I want to give you is how do we answer the questions less directly? (laughs) How do we not only answer the questions in a more influential way, but we're basically not actually answering the question at all? (laughs) And this is not a bad thing. It can sound like you're skirting around the question. Maybe you're dodging the question, but no, that's not what we're doing here. We're answering the question in what I would call an executive level way, in a way that actually showcases your leadership. So what you're going to do when you're given a question like, tell me about a time when you solved a problem about XYZ, instead of just simply answering the question in a technical way, you are going to talk about how you solve problems that are similar to XYZ, and then, and only then, are you going to give your technical answer. And your technical answer is going to be a ton briefer than it would have been if you started out that way. So for instance, what you're going to do is you're going to say something like, whenever I receive a problem, so this is like the 30,000 foot view, right? You're going to say, whenever I receive a problem, the first thing I think about is, You know, how have we solved the problem in the past? What are some of the ways that problems get solved at this organization culturally? What are the resources that I have? And answer these questions in advance for yourself. Like, how do I solve problems? How do I make decisions, right? Not a specific instance, but like in a broader sense, okay? So then you're giving that 30,000 foot view and then you bring it down to about 10,000 feet and then you actually say something like, for instance, 
in a group that I was working with, we had this particular problem. So now you're grounding it a little bit more in reality. You're actually talking about a specific situation and how you uniquely solved it. And then you give the answer, which is like, and we did one, two, and three. And that part is just like super quick to your answer. So that's a way that we start to create this role of our dreams, right? Because if you're saying how you solve problems, how you think about problems, then the people who are interviewing you know that they are not bringing in a woman who's just going to sit tight and wait to be told what to do. Now, there are some organizations and teams that don't want that. They would like to hire a woman who just sits tight and does what she is told to do. And if that's the type of job that you want, by all means, go get it. But if you want a job where you're going to get the influence and you're going to actually be included in the conversation, then include yourself in the conversation all along the way. Now, the second piece of advice for you that I have right now is if you're interviewing, think about your interviews as peer-to-peer. So if you're thinking about the person that you're interviewing with as being higher than you, as being more important than you, as being somebody who has authority over you or somebody that you have to impress, then you're going to come off in a way that feels very unimpressive. You're going to come off as somebody who needs to prove themselves, that isn't comfortable in their own skin. And so you really want to kind of imagine that this person that you're interviewing with is a friend, is a peer, is a colleague, is somebody that you can have a conversation with. Now, how does this look like in practical terms? It looks a bit like engaging in conversation in addition to answering the questions. So an example of this would be, tell us about your strengths. And so you talk about some of your strengths and you answer that question in the same way that I just offered the bigger overview of your broader strengths and how that's really supported you and your leadership and building a team and and so on and so forth. And then you're going to ask the leader, the person who's interviewing you about the strengths of their team, what they see as being some of the missing pieces to the group, or what are some of the strengths and qualifications they're looking for in this role as they fill in? Like, what's the best possible scenario when they bring a leader into this role? And you can ask those questions of the person who's interviewing you. Now, when you start flipping the script and asking them questions, now they're engaging with you like a human being, like a colleague, like a peer, like somebody who also wants to engage in conversation with you, not like the top-down authority. And I think for so many of us, when we think about creating that job of our dreams, What we wish we had was that sort of equal footing. So even with our CEO, even with our C-suite executives, we wish that they would treat us like equals, right? That they would genuinely include us in the conversation. Yet when we're interviewing, we're waiting to be asked. We're only answering the questions that were asked. We're not engaging with them. We're being very polite. We're waiting until the end of the interview before we ask them and engage with them in questioning And the other piece of this peer-to-peer relationship is really staying curious, like getting curious about what they've tried before, what has worked for them, what isn't working for them, you know, really 
listening to what they say, like at the beginning when they talk about the job a little bit and they talk about what they're looking for, ask more why questions to really start to understand. Here's one of the things that I notice for the women that I coach over and over again is that when they go on interviews, not only does the style work instantly, it makes them feel like they're not totally sure how the interview went (laughs) because it doesn't feel like an interview. And it shouldn't necessarily feel like an interview. So they come out of it and they're like, well, that was different, right? That was unique. I felt like I was just having a conversation. I really enjoyed it. I think I did a good job. I mean, I hope I presented my qualifications well enough. Now think about what the other person is thinking about you now. Is there saying, wow, that was a really interesting interview. That was different. She asked some really unique questions. Wow, it didn't even feel like an interview. She felt more like somebody I wanted to work with, somebody I wanted to hear from more. Huh, maybe I didn't get all of her qualifications, but I can certainly look at her resume and I can see that she's technically qualified. Let's bring her back in and ask her some more technical questions, right? If that's what they want to hear more from you, right? If they didn't get to hear it the first time. Now, not only have you impressed them, not only have you engaged with them in this better way, they remember you, but now they want to even ask you even more questions, right? They're like, wow, this is somebody that we think that we could work really well with. So these are some of the ways that you're going to start to interview at that elevated level. You're going to be interviewing in the way that gets you the job that you want to have. You're interviewing in a way that allows you to be successful in that role once you finally get it. The last thing I want to leave you with today is to really take note of what are some of the typical interview questions that you're going to be asked on the regular and and think about it in this 30,000-foot view, in this 10,000-foot view, because they always ask some variation of the same questions, right? And you can really plan this out as to what you're going to say, because I know that you're prepping for your interviews, you're thinking about your interviews ahead of time. And so if you start to prep it out in this way, then you're going to figure out, oh, okay, this is what I actually want to share. This is what really matters. This is how I solve problems. This is how I make bigger decisions. So that's a way that you can really prepare in this more advanced way for these types of interviews. And then also put a little post-it note on your monitor that says something like, remember, peer-to-peer, and even just that little reminder will trigger you to kind of get back in that mode. Am I treating this person like they have authority over me, that they know more than me, or am I treating them like a peer, a colleague, somebody that I can speak very openly with? These are some really great pointers that you can begin to implement almost immediately. And then I also want to offer to you, I already talked to you about the leadership table and how when you join the leadership table as somebody who is actively interviewing, what we're going to do is through one-on-one coaching, through group coaching, through email coaching, through quick check-ins, phone calls, follow-ups, all kinds of support that you're going to get. We're going to be talking about those interviews in real time. So you're going to be problem solving for every single interview in real 
time. And this matters because we don't want months to go by and interview after interview to go by and then have you be like, well, I guess it's not working out. We're going to be evaluating as we go. We're also going to be knowing what our 3X vision is and what type of role we're trying to create for ourselves so that we make sure that we're interviewing along the way. I want you to know what's working and what's not working. I want you to know how to show up as that executive in those interviews right now. So that's my wish for you. If you are at all interested in getting that kind of hands-on, meaty, gritty coaching from me, then join us inside of the leadership table. I also offer interview coaching inside of Executive ahead of time, and I have a complete interview mastery course inside of Executive ahead of time that goes into a lot more detail about what I've shared with you today, and you can get that as soon as you sign up for Executive ahead of time, and that is available to you right now in my lifetime access group coaching program, so if you are interested in that, go to Executive executiveaheadoftime.com. If you want to talk more about joining the leadership table between now and March 31st, make sure you get on my calendar at stacymayer.com slash apply. If you're not sure which way you fall, which season would be right for you, then get on the phone with me and we'll sort it out together. But most importantly, I want you to create that job of your dreams, to really show up in these interviews like you are the corporate badass that I know you are, that you know that you are, and now we just need to show those other executive leaders that you're ready for that next level role. All right, let's get going. Let's start changing that leadership table. Now is our chance, and I can't wait to see where you end up. Take care. Bye. Bye.